Welcome to the Whole Indie Show, your home for your weekly slice of indie goodness. So it's natural that I ask myself, is this a risk I'm willing to take? And the answer, absolutely. If you know something about me, you know that I am trying to change the wave of the future. Jesus was change with Innocence once lost can never be regained. Darkness once gazed upon can never be lost. All things truly wicked start from innocence. Because I want to see you, see me, smash it up. Come and play. What I want is Brian Danielson's head on a stick. This is my challenge to everybody on the independent scene, and that's to fly. Try to be the best in the world. With your hosts, Sandro La and Ashley Richardson. Well, I knew we'd the fucking roof. And welcome everybody to a brand new episode of the Whole Indie Show here on the SS Radio Network. As ever, I'm Ashley Richardson, guiding you through mid, I guess midway through. Uh, well, no, are we mid midway through. I think. I guess no. We're coming to the end of the the three weeks of craziness. And again, actually looking at what's coming up, it's there's there's big stuff practically happening every single week. I think probably for all this month, starting of course with this week. Which is Korean Tios, which we'll get to in a bit. But uh, uh, joining me as ever, uh, Sandro, and um, I guess a re- I guess a relatively quiet week if you don't take into account the results. Not a huge amount of news. Uh, yeah, pretty much. There's only somewhat of a big news, uh, and also a rumor going around. But, uh, yeah, pretty much that's, that's about it. I'll, I'll probably leave you to do some of that then because uh, some of my stuff is basically just building up from some stuff that happened this weekend and then stuff building to uh, big events, I think, happening next week. Yeah. But some more cards have been announced, so we're going to go into that. So first up, uh, we'll go with Beyond uh, and uh, the booker, Drew Cordero, was... Uh, on uh, the PW Ponderings uh, podcast last week and revealed the uh, Greatest Rivals Round Robin Tournament, where uh, basically the idea is four men will face each other in a round robin tournament over the course of one night. Over the course of the show, which we'll get to the results later, uh, they have announced who the four participants are, and it's a very strong list. Uh, it's Eddie Edwards, Biff Busick, Drew Gulak, and Timothy Thatcher. Uh, this concept will be taking place at Fet Music on September the 26th. Uh, and in addition to that, uh, to, to make it into a double header on September the 27th, they're having Powder Keg, which is going to feature, I think, two first time ever's. One being 
an appear well a match, but uh, Ricochet will be making his debut in Beyond Wrestling. Um, opponent to be announced, and uh, we have. Oh no, sorry, R- Ricochet will be taking on Shenron. In, in, that alone is pretty awesome, um, and also. Uh, Timothy Thatcher faces Nick fucking Gage. That's that's one I wouldn't immediately say uh, was a, a match I was expecting, Sandro. So I guess Beyond is at least doing that, giving us something that we didn't expect. <clears throat> that's definitely random and... I don't expect them doing a lot of like, uh, you know, map based wrestling. I probably expect more of them doing uh, brawling or maybe hard strikes. That's about it. But it's gonna be a, a, a stiff fest. Yeah. Yeah, somewhat. So it it should be interesting. Uh, what about your thoughts on the the round robin tournament? Uh, it's something different. It's something to you know try it out, and uh, you know hopefully it'll it'll do pretty good. I mean, it's gonna be in in the Massachusetts area, and obviously with the buzz that Beyond has had within the last two years, I'm pretty sure they'll do very good. Mhm. Definitely, it's it's garnering because it did go. It was Beyond originally was other places other than FET Music, I think, wasn't it? In its previous form, I think, before it became sort of run by Drew, from what I rem- from what I know from uh, doing the research on it over the last few years. Yeah, they, but, they uh, usually run in the uh, New England area, which is usually uh, Rhode Island and Massachusetts. So, um, you know, they should be no strangers with the, with the crowd there. They'll probably make the trip. <laughs> so, uh, CCW and WSU have got their big double header uh, next week. Uh, and there's some pretty strong matches for this card uh, announced as well. So, for the WSU one, uh, we already knew that... Well, we had the chick using nasty tactics of uh, Kimberly and Annie Social defending against the Dollhouse. And Sumi Sakai versus Athena added this week uh, has been a Cherry Bomb defending her WSU title against uh, Candice LeRae and Tessa Blanchard going one on one with Harnia the Howling Huntress. Uh, for the CZW Down with a Sickness card, uh, you've got your main event. I guess somewhat being uh, Black G's and Pepper Parks versus Sozio and Matramont. You've got the Chris Cash ladder match with Mike Bailey and AR Fox. Uh, the Amazing Gulaks versus uh, Biff Busick and Nick Gage. Team Tremendous defend the tag titles against Tabernacle the Team, which Tabernacle the Team haven't been CCW for what, a year or so? I don't remember. I think they, I think they, they might have been there at one point, quite a while back. But uh, yeah, very rare for Tabernacle to uh, 
make the trip, I think, even to New York, yet alone uh, CZW. So that should be a pretty nice one. Uh, also, Mia Yim is taking on Greg Excellent. That's that's different. And two other matches added this week. Uh, Tim Dance teams up with Poseidon to take on Joe Gacy and Frankie Picard. And uh, Jerry Janela versus Leo Rush. Which, knowing both their backgrounds, that's probably up there with like a ricochet Shenron. There's going to be some crazy stuff happening there. Uh, AIW, uh, I think this is this is also next week, isn't it? Faith No More, or is it two weeks time? Uh, yeah, I think it is next week. Yeah, it is. So we already knew two of the matches, uh, which was uh, Athena versus Candice LeRae and Nick Gage versus uh, Hardcore Holly. But the rest of the card has been filled. Uh, we've got Tyler Thomas versus Alex Daniels. Uh, Hot Sauce Entertainment of Tyson Dukes and Tracy Williams versus uh, The Nation of Intoxication of Lucky 13 and Danny Havoc. Uh, Josh Prohibition goes one-on-one with Eddie Kingston. Um, and I still can't believe I'm saying this. Dick Justice goes one-on-one with Nightmare Freddy. That's still a thing. <laughs> and then your title matches. Uh, already confirmed. Well, we already confirmed we had Athena versus Candice, but added to that now we have the intense title on the line with Davy Vega defending it in a six-way scramble which is a match he absolutely hated, I believe, uh, was mentioned like months ago. And so, of course, the fact is he's defending it in a six-way now, uh, taking on Gregory Iron, Flip Kendrick, Eric Ryan, Joshua Singh, and Frankie Flynn. Uh, to Infinity and Beyond of Cheech and Con Delaney defend their tag belts against Colt Cabana and Cliff Compton. And then uh, the AW title was on the line in a fatal four-way as Ricky Shane Page puts the belt up against Johnny Gagano, Ethan Page, and Lewis Linden. That's a pretty stacked card, I would say. So, I mean, what's your take on it, Sandra? Oh, definitely sounds like a, a solid show from AIW. And, you know, obviously the interesting match is the Holly Gage match. So I'm, I'm definitely probably seeing that. And uh, added into that, uh, AIW News, uh, Girls Night Out 16 has started to uh, flesh out some of the card. We don't know matches yet, but we do know uh, who's going to be participating for the October 3rd show. So we've got Vader Scott, Candice LeRae, Annie Social, Heidi Lovelace, Chastity Taylor, uh, Ray Lynn, Athena... Lufisto, uh, Tessa Blanchard, Crazy Mary Dobson, Alison Kay, and uh, a couple of debuts in uh, Christina Diamond and Britt Baker. Uh, sticking with the women's wrestling front, uh, Marvelous USA are going to be having a show on October the 4th with uh, Brittany Blake, Sumi Sakai, and Diana De- Perazzo returning from the, uh, the first show uh, a few weeks back. 
And debuting as well will be Vanity, Vader, Scott, and Kimberly. And uh, final bit of women's news from me, at least. Um, uh, Smash Wrestling's Can USA Classic also uh, coming up next weekend. Uh, the Kimber Bombs will be headlining the show, taking on the Canadian Ninjas. Uh, Jessica Havoc faces Courtney Rush. Sussy Steffi versus Jules Malone. Allison Kay taking on Xandra Bale. Uh, Casey Spinelli versus Vader Scott. Heidi Lovelace versus Vanessa Craven. And Jennifer Blake one-on-one with Candice LeRae. That's... That's a... Str- that's... I f- I, don't get me... Am I right in saying that technically would be the start of female fight season? Because then we're giving into the... I mean, Girls Night Out is until October, but I'm trying to think. Shimmer is... Shimmer's October as well, isn't it? The week after, I think. Yep. So, uh, that... Now, Excellence Pro, uh, their last show, Excellence Live... Uh, they've uh, decided to put up for free on YouTube and um, I think they had the frame matches or whatever they call it. So uh, uh, from what I've seen of like the highlights from it, uh, seems like a pretty good show. So uh, check it out. Uh, I think the material is also available to buy on uh, Smartmark Video. So you can get it, uh, get f- previous shows and the future shows from them there, and uh, go check them out because uh, they're putting on a uh, a good show for the kids in a week where we've got the kid-friendly show putting on a Nick Gage Invitational, which admittedly was put into works during the whole you know transition, so. They can't really avoid it, but I think knowing the significance of, uh, I think it's, is it Jersey All Pro? Or what it used to be called? That became Game Changer, which we'll get, I mean, we'll talk about it later, but if anything, you know, that, that was a very Nick Gage area, so uh, either way. I'm I'm talking about nothing there. So, um, Sandro, you're the big news, I guess. So apparently, there's been a little bit of buzz on the independent scene the last couple of days. A couple of people have been signed and moving on to greener pastures over in WWE and uh, the Performance Center. Uh, it seems that both Biff Music and Rich Swan have been signed uh, with developmental deals. Uh, of course, once they pass the, uh, the physical test, and uh, I was kind of surprised about Rich Swan, but on the on the upside, he does he does have charisma. He can talk on the mic. He can, you know, get the crowd hyped up if he needs to. So I could kind of understand that on why they want to sign him, probably because of his uh. Of his mic skills and everything, mm-hmm. but um, I'm not really sure how he's how he's gonna fit uh, once he makes it to the NXT brand on itself. So that should be interesting. Biff Music that doesn't surprise me. Obviously the the guy's in great shape and uh, he can go in the ring. 
unfortunately, he's the opposite of Swan in which uh, he he doesn't have the great skills on the mic and he's going to need help with that, which I'm pretty sure he'll get once he gets down to the uh, performance center in Orlando. So if they can fix that around, if for some reason he's still the same and can't talk on the mic, I think the best move for him would probably put him in a tag team. I'm pretty sure they'll uh, put him with somebody good enough. So let's see if they can make it or not. Now, moving on, uh, which is still within the same topic, uh, another independent talent has been signed, apparently. Uh, the, bit, the One of the other rumors is that Athena has been signed by WWE. Uh, I don't really have any much information about this, but the one of the other things going around is she is finishing up her remaining dates that she has already booked, so we'll see what happens there. I, I can't see WWE allowing her to use the O-Face, even on NXT. Um, I think certain uh, female talent might have an issue of taking a move, and it's definitely a risky move. So, I, I I personally don't see them allowing her to use that move. If they do, I'll be very surprised. But uh, she could definitely go in the ring. Uh, I think she's good on the mic, but she could definitely use a, a bit more help if if need be. So, you know, uh, hopefully she'll do well. And uh, I wasn't expecting her to get signed this quickly. I was gonna hoping maybe get maybe another year or so. On the independent scene, and uh, the fact that she's uh, about to get signed, you know, that's you know, I'm happy for her, and hopefully she'll do well in the female slash divas division. Uh, I know that's a bad word, but that's that's the reality of it. Sadly, yeah, the sad, the sad, grim reality. <laughs> and the rumor of the week, which again involves NXT, uh, apparently. A certain independent talent that was a part of the recent television taping that's about to air. I'm not sure if it's going to air this week or next week. Probably next week. But one Tommaso Ciampa apparently has rubbed people the wrong way during the tapings. Uh, it had came out that during the tag match that he was involved with Johnny Gargano against Tyler Breeze and Bull Dempsey... Apparently, um, he wanted to. Well, he pretty much wanted to be Brian Cage, in which he pretty much wanted to get his shit in. His important <laughs> moves in the match. And uh, supposedly, uh, Tyler Breeze had mentioned in the back that uh, he's doing too much. And supposedly, uh, Breeze retaliated during the match while he was being stiff. And apparently, uh, with that occurred, uh, it rolled people the wrong way, and some people went through throw with that. Uh, apparently, that won't be a flaw if they do want to sign Champa. So again, this is this is only a rumor; it's nothing confirmed. But uh, I think that would be kind of unfortunate if 
that did happen. Uh, you know, he wanted to get him, most of his stuff in. But uh, I hope that's not the case because he def- he's definitely a good talent. Yeah. He's obviously going to come with a hothead reputation because his appearance is sort of uh, not your usual big guy. And uh, he's going to want to do his moves because it's his chance to showcase him. Well, people forget that he had already signed with uh, Developmental several years ago. Uh, this, yeah. This was, uh, I think, this was during the the Deep South Ohio Valley uh, separate split when they had two developmentals. I think he was a part of the Deep South, if I'm not mistaken. So he had been, he has been there before. Granted, this is a different uh, developmental uh, brand, and it's com- totally different from what the previous developmentals were. But uh, I mean, I hope it's not true that uh, he got. Some people weren't too happy with with Champa. I hope that's not true. And uh, some people are not expecting that this will affect Gargano as well. So, you know, hopefully none of that stuff is true. And, you know, definitely want to see those those guys get an opportunity as well. Definitely. uh, As as you said, I'm not sure when the episode where they're in action is airing, whether it already has done this week or whether it's upcoming. But... uh, it's one that I'm definitely going to want to check out. Oh, one more thing that I forgot to mention, and this is also another rumor going around. Uh, apparently, uh, again, this is a rumor, that Candice LeRae uh, apparently no-showed the recent GFW show this past weekend. I don't even remember she was supposed to be booked that weekend. I know she was promoted for one of the shows. I suppose she just no show for whatever reason. So, I'm trying to think, what was uh, Johnny doing? I don't think he was doing anything. Yeah, so he's probably waiting on that call. <laughs> I think who would it be? Regal, Tensai. Yeah, who knows. Sarah Del Rey. Better. Be the best. I mean, at the same time, I mean, I, I probably wouldn't blame her because nothing has still come up with that promotion and their uh, <clears throat> uh, television deal, even though they they had already recorded uh, two nights of TV footage that still hasn't confirmed anything. And if, Yeah, I think they're coming up for their third as well pretty soon in the next few weeks. So it's like, hmm... Anything? Nothing? Are you just waiting for TNA to suddenly go, we give up? In which case, the UK tour is going to be pretty much stuffed. Um, I mean, who knows? I mean, I think this week could be their last uh, appearance of uh, the TNA television. I'm not... I'm, I don't know what's the deal with all the scheduling and all that, so... Well, the the channel can cancel them at any time as of the, as of the, uh, today recording. So there we go. We could we could we could be up for brighter days ahead. I remember seeing that certainly uh, last week's Ring of Honor had a rise in the ratings, whereas uh, Impact had a, a drop. 
But then again, that was probably because they're starting to wear now some of the 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 tapings from uh, was it yeah the tapings from Philadelphia from last week. So I think that probably might be a, a somewhat of a draw. So anyway, uh, so there's your news. Uh, we'll get into the results now. Uh, starting off with the charity show, the wrestling rescue show from uh, ACE American Championship Entertainment uh, from Saturday. Uh, we have Black Zemis beat Eric Cross. Uh, Absolute Alvin got uh, the victory over Malik Williams. Chris Ray's beat Matt Vertigo. Uh, Astro Morales, victorious over Jeff Jafar Fahad. Uh, Ultimo Maya beat uh, Aaron Bradley. Mike Donovan defeated Prince Akanatan. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, Lou Torres got the win over Sunny Kiss. And uh, the main event had Vince Steele beat uh, Anthony Rodriguez via a small package basically which led from a distraction from Astro Morales and apparently uh, Rodriguez and Morales had to be pulled apart by officials. So uh, in essence, they're pretty much leading into this weekend show, which we'll talk about uh, in the next part. Uh, next, CWF Mid-Atlantic uh, with their Johnny Weaver Cup tournament finals. Uh, the first two sem- the first two matches were the semi-finals of the tournament with Roy Wilkins uh, beating Jesse Adler by pinfall. Well, yeah, I guess just, well, obviously by pinfall. Um, <laughs> and Chet Sterling beat uh, Marcellus King. So they go through to the final. Uh, then we had Rob Boogie Woogie Man McBride and Iceman Joe Storm beating Thunderbolt number three and Dark Secret. Uh, Eric Royal and the returning uh, Ray Kandrak, the assassin, uh, beat Nick Richards, Lee Vanian, and Eric uh, Eric Andrews of the Riot in a handicap tag match. Uh, Valiant and Andrews uh, did abandon Nick Richards moments into the bout and only resurfaced to berate him after the loss until Richards' former Mid-Atlantic Tad Team champ partner, Jason Miller, burst onto the scene and backed uh, Valiant and Andrews off. So I guess uh, the riot is uh, defragmenting, as it by the looks of it. Uh, this then led into Eric Royal and Ray Kandrak uh, bum-rushing of some <laughs> somewhat... I guess you can say that. Even Alexander Sharp and uh, Prakash Sabar. Uh, Sabar then immediately took to social media, insisting that uh, he was still undefeated, calling the match an ambush that didn't count on his unbeaten record. And then the finale came with Roy Wilkins uh, beating Chet Sterling to win the cup. Afterwards, uh, the boss, uh, Don Kernoddle, uh, presented Wilkins at the trophy, saying Johnny Weaver would have been ashamed and embarrassed to have Roy, or to have him hold the cup 
yeah, to have Roy hold the cup after such a tainted victory. So I guess shenanigans happen there. Next, we've got MYWC's Hotter Than Hell from, uh, I think it was last Thursday, actually, but uh, due to the confusing nature of all the... Uh, uh, I was going to say fixtures, but the cards to come, uh, we missed out on it, so uh, or missed out on it in time for people to be able to go, because uh, this went up uh, after Thursday. So uh, the show opened with JT Cassin beating Dick Justice and DJ Hyde and Jay Red and Mike Verner in a five-way. Uh, Aiden Bale and Justin Ventura beat the Brother Club. Apollyon defeated Jesse Vane. Uh, in the Fusion title triple threat match, uh, Joe Gacy successfully retained over Tony Nese and Papadon. Uh, Araya Cadenza beat Willow Nightingale. In the grudge match, the Big O, victorious over King Mega. Uh, the MYWC tag title match between Flawless and Lawless and Milk Chocolate went to a no contest. And the main event, uh, the no DQ match for the MYWC heavyweight title, saw uh, Stockade keep the belt, defeating Monster Mac. Uh, next, uh, we go to Oldie Wrestling uh, with their third uh, extravaganza of wrestling exhibitions. So the show opened with the lobbying legislators of an anti-saloon land beating Gervais Cottonbelly and Marion Fontaine. Uh, then Felino de Rojo beat Jeff King. Uh, Big Sue Jackson beat Inky Scoops. Then... Uh, the Jailbirds of Jock Sampson, Bill Taylor, and Gregory Iron beat uh, the uh, the Prohibition legislators of Judge Hugo Lexington Black and agents Dick J. Lahart and Eric Nass. Sorry, Eric Ness. So after winning, uh, Jock Sampson challenged the legislators to the first ever cage match in Oldie Wrestling. Where if the Moonshiners lose, they will go to prison for life. But if the legislators lose, they have to repeal prohibition. And then the three jailbirds manage to escape in a getaway car. Pretty slick stuff. Uh, then we had Tracy Smothers versus the Bear. And, uh, yeah. It was pretty impressive in sight, apparently, including a dance-off between the Bear and Tracy. Either way, uh, the Bear was victorious and then unmasked themselves. And uh, as announced on his Twitter, or yeah, on announced on uh, Robert Evans's Twitter, uh, you better. I think the quote was, "You better go to my Wikipedia ba- Wikipedia page and add a bear to my list of names." There you go. Robert Evans was a bear. That's all you need to know. Uh, the Jollyville Jeepers uh, teamed up with Heidi the Riveter 
uh, and uh, were victorious over Thunder Kitty, Derek Oster, and Jack Blonde. And then the champion versus champion match, which uh, was a two out of three falls affair. Uh, Matthew Cross beat Caden Asad with the Imperial Robert Evans by two balls away to become the uh, one true world champion of professional wrestling. So there you go. Something that nobody else would do, Matt Cross is world champion. Boom. Technically, I guess. Uh, so next, uh, On Point Wrestling with the Throwdown 2 show. So it opened, and this is a very weird thing, and I'm pretty much taking this as it says from the uh, results from PW Pondering. So it began with an opening message from Everett Cross. Apparently Cross had been injured in a previous appearance and lambasted the fans for their apathy. He then announced that the Everett Cross Invitational and threw out an open challenge to any wrestler. And uh, basically everybody wanted Danny Havoc to come out, but he said no. Instead, George Gatton appeared. So basically this is a big guy versus a small guy. So while Gatton was smaller than Cross and showed difficulty early going, his reverse of an Irish whip into a turnbuckle resulted in a very quick X sign from the referee. Most fans in attendance didn't believe it and shot various abusive jokes when it stretched then into its third minute with frequent call-outs from the staffers saying it wasn't a joke. The heckling ceased and the crowd grew quiet. And a visibly concerned Tremont came out, apologised to the crowd and announced that the show must go on despite the injury. So... The question is, is it real or is it work real? It seems hard to say. I mean, obviously, you don't want it to be work real. Um, I mean, so you, okay, you don't want it to be work real, but you also don't want it to be a real real because obviously... You don't want a serious injury happening, but the problem is if you do this sort of serious injury, Andrew, and then it turns out to be fake, it's sort of negative anyway. So I don't want to say that I hope it's an injury, but you, do you get what I'm trying to say, Sandra? Uh, you're probably going to get people mad what you just said. Yeah. Uh Unfortunately, I, I think this is real. I can't see them thinking something serious as this just for the benefit. Unfortunately, I think it's, it's legit. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, the important thing is, though, the people that were hurling the abuse eventually did shut up. So whether it's real or not, it sunk in with the actual fans in attendance, which is... I guess the positive thing. Yeah. Be worried. Don't try this at home, kids. Uh, so then with the rest of the card, uh, Connor Wrench Claxton beat uh, American Psycho Alex Payne. Granakuma beat Sand Shields. Uh, Latin Dragon defeated Worker Ant. Uh, Nick Gage, victorious over Scott Summers, which apparently uh, was such a crazy match that it reached a time limit. 
and then they added five more minutes and then the five minutes ran out but at the same time uh i believe uh summers tapped out to her figure four leg lock so they just treated that as as the result even though the bell rang again for the end of time so Anyway, they showed uh, respect between each other uh, afterwards with Gage, of course, just saying murder, death, kill all day. Uh, so uh, they shook hands and hugged and everything. So it was nice to see. Uh, Josh Adams won the four-way with Mark Angel, Kefka the Quiet and Caveman. Afterwards, uh, Adams continued to attack Caveman, which prompted Kefka the Quiet to get a wiffle ball back from uh, one of the kids in the crowd, I believe, and drive away Adams. Then we have uh, Drew Blood beating Joe Gacy after Joe missed a dive and got pinned by an opportunistic Drew. Drew, however, collapsed after winning and uh, Gacy actually had to escort him to the back. So some crazy craziness going on there. Uh, then the Taipei 20th Anniversary Death Match. Uh, Tremont winning against Jeff Cannonball. Uh, so Jeff entered with glass on one hand, but then Matt walked out with both hands covered. Uh, apparently Ian Rotten wasn't able to attend, so the special referee instead was uh, lowlife uh, Louis Ramos. In terms of the result of the match itself, uh, Jeff uh, tried to finish off Tremont with a Vader bomb, as he called it. So it's probably probably wasn't exactly a Vader bomb, but took too long, allowing Tremont to power bomb him onto a glass covered chair and win. Uh, afterwards, Jimmy Lyon interrupted after Jeff was the lone man left in the ring to decry uh, hardcore wrestling. Pulled out a staple gun, claiming it was all that the OPW fans wanted. Uh, Connor Claxon then ran out to stand by Cannonball's side protectively. Uh, Jimmy Lyon then seemed to do sort of somewhat of a work shoot, claiming that the torment of death spot that Connor had was meant to be his, but Wrench was a better ass kisser. Okay. Um, and then Cannonball challenged both men to an unlucky 13 staple match at the next show and then both chased uh lion out the building matt then came out uh to announce uh, a tournament for the 24th of october uh masters of the mat uh however unlike what you possibly thought it might be it's not going to be a death match tournament since he felt too many had happened already and i believe that was you know the quote exactly from him but obviously that does imply that he wanted it to be uh, he wanted it to be a death match, but with all the other death matches that have cropped up, including gauges, uh, which we'll get to later, he just felt, you know, just for health and safety's sake, it might be better if it was just a standard tournament rather than a uh possibly hurt yourself pretty badly with crazy spots with weapons tournament which makes sense uh, announced as participants 
for that tournament, we've got Granakuma, Sam Shields, Joey Janela, Joe Gacy, Alex Payne, uh, Pinky Sanchez, and Azrael with uh, one spot left open, which I guess will be announced in the upcoming weeks. Um, and the main event itself, uh, the freeway for the on-point belt. Uh, Devon Moore was getting distracted by Oz Tyler's manager, but this allowed bad boy Joey Janela to take advantage, get the pinfall victory, and uh, become the new OPW champion. And uh, afterwards, Drew Blood, who had recovered uh, from earlier, was the first man to come and congratulate him as the locker room emptied out to uh, check on him. So uh, there we go. New champion there. Uh, next, we'll go to Shikara. Uh, they were at the had their, I guess, post-show for the Fighting Phils game at the First Energy Stadium in Reading, Pennsylvania. Uh, as you'd expect, because of that, there was only uh, five matches on the card. Uh, with Dasha Hatfield beating Oleg the Usurper. The United Nations victorious over Gentlemen's Club, which I guess must have been probably Gulak and Swamp Monster, I think. Possibly uh, Orange Cassidy. Uh, Crown and Court beat the Nightmare Warriors. Mr. Touchdown victorious over Amasis. And Fire Ant defeated Argus. I don't know how many of them were Challenge of the Immortals because apparently there is seemingly no track of all this. It's a bit weird. So uh, then we've got uh, the Ring of Honor Reloaded Tour from Norcross, Georgia. Uh, on this card, uh, we open with Cedric Alexander beating Corey Hollis. Uh, the Kingdom beat Takagi Watanabe and Will Ferreira. Uh, the War Machine of Hanson and Rowe. We've got uh, the victory over ACH and Matt Seidel. Uh, Michael Elgin beat Adam Page by countout. Mark Briscoe defeated the Romantic Touch. Uh, it was supposed to be Briscoe versus Compton, but Compton was unable to attend due to a medical emergency. Uh, next, we had Roderick Strong beat Caprice Coleman. Uh, the match between Jay Briscoe and Moose went to a no contest when both Cedric Alexander and uh, Adam Page hit the ring, which then uh, led into a tag match with Moose and Jay Briscoe beating Alexander and Page. And then the main event saw, uh, I guess, uh, Red Dragon slash Future Shock, whatever you want to call it, the team of Bobby Fish, Kyle Riley, and Adam Cole beating uh, the champions, Jay Lethal, the Walden TV title holder, and the tag title holders, uh, Kazarian and Daniels. Uh, so then we get to arguably your big two shows of uh, last week. First up, Beyond Wrestling's Mighty Boner. Yeah, the uh, Battle of New England return show from last Sunday. Uh, first thing to note was Matt Tremont was announced as being off the card due to the injury sustained from the On Point Wrestling show, which, considering it's a Taipei death match, sort of a sort of you could have possibly seen that coming. Uh, second thing, and I have to ask you about this: Did the commentary did the commentators fight 
even happen? Or the the ring announcers fight? I don't know. I, I, haven't, I thought it I did. haven't seen any note about Larry Legend actually in the ring and fighting. So um, it's because I haven't got it in the notes in terms of results. So it's me. I'm not sure. Either way, uh, the show opened with Kimberly and JT Dunn beating EYFBO, with Kimber pinning Ortiz with a bomb off the top into a small package. Uh, Nick Gage beat Sugar Dunkerton with the pole driver backbreaker combo. In the six-way scramble for the uh, Chilean, the, the CLL title, uh, Shenron retained with a second rope 630 on Johnny Cockstrong. The other participants in the match being uh, David Starr, Hot Sauce, Tracy Williams, Rex Lawless, and Eric Corvus. So uh, the next one, I think, was... It was originally supposed to be a gauntlet match, but it uh, became a six-man tag. And it was the crusade for change of uh, Devin Blaze, Tommy Trainwreck, and Darius Carter beating... uh, the hit squad of Dan Maff and uh, Steve Monster Mac and uh, Dan Barry after Carter cracks Barry with the ring bell. Uh, then afterwards, Bill Carr came in for the post-match save. Bill Carr wearing a Marine 2 shirt. <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> God bless you, Ted DiBiase. <laughs> then uh, the kingdom of uh, Bennett and Taven with Maria beat the Beaver Boys of uh, Silver and Reynolds when Bennett rolled up Silver uh, Carly Perez beat Jerry Ryan via submission uh, the highlights of this are starting to circle on YouTube and probably I, I can't verify that they've been on World Star Hip Hop but with some of the crazy stuff that happened in this match, I wouldn't be surprised if it did. Because my word, these two. My word. That's all I'm saying. Find out for yourself. Uh, Team Pazuzu of uh, Pinky Sanchez and the Doom Patrol beat uh, Anthony Stone of the Hoods after a combo finisher on uh, Anthony Stone. Uh, Donovan Dijak beat CJ Parker and the main event saw Jonathan Gresham beat AR Fox via submission. So, uh, I wouldn't say... Um, would you say there was any surprises there, really, Sandro? Possibly Gresham Fox? I'm not sure. I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention with that show. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess because of what happened that week as well. So, yeah, we'll get into that. PWG's Battle of Los Angeles. So, night one on the Friday. We start off uh, with, I guess, the announcement that the ring announcer, because I guess Angelo was uh, out. The ring announcer was Melissa Santos, who is the ring announcer for all the Lucha Underground stuff, so... I'd say a pretty a pretty good replacement for the for the for night, I will say. Uh also worth noting that Chuck Taylor was on commentary. I don't think throughout the entire night, but uh he was doing some of the 
the uh, matches. So first up, we have Brian Cage be Aerostar with a Steiner screwdriver. In only, in only the way that way possible. Uh, Biff Busick beat Andrew Everett with a half Nelson suplex followed by a European uppercut. Uh, Will Ospreay beat Mark Andrews uh, with a reverse 450. Blimey. <laughs> Uh, Will Os, uh, sorry, uh, An- Angelico and uh, Jack Evans uh, beat the Inner City Machine Guns with a 6.30 splash on Rich Swan. Uh, then after the interval, we had Trevor Lee beat Trent with a small package driver. Pentagon Jr. defeated Drago with the package pole driver. Uh, Matt Seidel defeated Phoenix with a shooting star press. And the main event saw Mount Rushmore 2.0 who came out to Jimi Hendrix's voodoo child. <laughs> uh, defeating the Euro trash of uh, Zack Sabre Jr., Tommy End, and Marty Scroll via a sick kick on uh, Sabre Jr. And there was also apparently a double Meltzer driver. Because that doesn't get crazy enough. My God. Uh, night two from Saturday. Uh, had Marty Scroll beat Rich Swan with a chicken ring. Uh, Jack Evans beat Angelico with the karate kid kick in honor of obviously the film being shot in Reseda. Uh, Chris Hero beat Timothy Thatcher with the hero's welcome. Phoenix and Aerostar then beat Drago and Pentagon Jr. Uh, then after the interval, Tommy M beat Drew Gulak with a kick out of nowhere. Uh, Mike Bailey defeated Drew Drew Galloway with a roll-up. And Zack Sabre Jr. beat Ricochet with the same roll-up that he used to defeat Cole uh, with uh, last year in the tournament. Uh, And then the main event, the non-tournament, six-man tag team guerrilla warfare match. We uh, saw Mount Rushmore 2.0 of uh, Superdragon and the Young Bucks beat Busick, Everett, and Lee. With a psycho indie taker and uh, Super Dragon pinning Biff Busick. Uh, afterwards, Excalibur said that Super Dragon and the Young Books would be put in the fucking ground tomorrow and was attacked, but Chris Hero made the save and then Hero was also attacked with uh, Mount Rushmore on top. So, uh, just to run through, your first round winners from those two nights are. Uh, Seidel, Pentagon Jr., Trevor Lee, Will Ospreay, Biff Busick, Brian Cage, Marty Scroll, Jack Evans, Chris Hero, Tommy End, Mike Bailey, and Zack Sabre Jr. So, night three. Uh, first up, your second round matches. We had Jack Evans beat Brian Cage with the black with the uh, backside. Sorry. Uh, with Cage hitting a Steiner screwdriver on Evans afterwards. I guess, you know, punishment or something. Uh, Chris Hero beat Booth Busick with a second rope pole driver. Marty Scroll victorious over Trevor Lee with a chicken ring. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. beat Pentagon Jr. with a Kimura. Speedball Mike Bailey victorious over Tommy M with a head kick. And Will Ospreay beat Matt Seidel with a reverse 450. So going into the semis are Chris Hero, Marty Scroll, Jack Evans, uh, Will Ospreay, 
Zack Sabre Jr. and Speedball Mike Bailey. Then in non-tournament action, we had Mount Rushmore 2.0, Pete and Helico Phoenix, and the City Machine Guns, with an Irish Crush backbreaker from Strong on Rich Swan. Then your three semi-finals. Uh, Chris Hero beating Jack Evans with a rolling elbow. Speedball Mike Bailey beating Will Ospreay with a head kick. And Zack Sabre Jr. beating Marty Scroll, making him tap out to the armbar. So proof it's an international bowler because you've got an American, a Canadian, and a Brit in the final. Uh, so then we were scheduled to have a four-on-four match with Drago, Chomper, Everett, and Andrews taking on Aerostar, Galloway, Trent, and Drew Gulak. However, uh, Timothy Thatcher and Chuck Taylor came into the, the teams respectively. And I guess in nod of Galloway, uh, Aerostar, Galloway, Trent, Taylor, and Gulak became the five-man band. Ah, you gotta love it. Um, and the five-man band were victorious in the match that followed on from that. And then finally, uh, the bowler final. Uh, first elimination took place with Chris Hero taking out Mike Bailey with three pile drivers. And then uh, Zack Sabre Jr. made Chris Hero tap out, meaning Zack Sabre Jr. is your 2015 bowler champion. Uh, Sabre does also mention that he's moving to California. So hopefully this means... More of him wrestling in the U.S. So I guess uh, the young boy is beca- has uh, become a man. Would you say, Sandra? Yep. It's uh, it's good to see because it's it's a young guy that's got a lot of potential and. I'm just wondering whether he's making the move over to California to try and angle his way to making possibly an NXT move. Because obviously for him, it would be a lot easier for WWE to keep an eye on him in a US promotion than it is over in Noah. But then again, I mean, how long has Sabre been in Noah? Like three or four years, is it? Uh, yeah, give or take. So uh, I think he's he, he's got his expertise from over there, certainly. And uh, whether he'll be the next PWG champion, we'll have to see. But uh, yeah, just the news that he's apparently uh, heading over to America hopefully means he's going to be in uh, a few more promotions, hopefully. So, uh, with that, uh, that is uh, your results and news for this week. When we come back, uh, previews of all the stuff coming up this week, including the big one, Chikara's King of Trio. So, all that coming up right after this break.
Hey there, listeners of the SNS Radio Network. My wife here. Now, as most of you listeners know, I happen to promote my own albums every now and again, and the latest one is now available. Yes, Dream Sphere. The musical journey that takes you through the realm of fantasy is now available at mindwipestudios.info. 14 tracks plus a couple of bonus tracks, all available for the neat little price of 10 bucks US. $10 US or A. So check it out today. It's got some great tracks, including Witchwood, Dream Sphere, Flights of Dragons, and many, many more. Dream Sphere, available at mindwipestudios.info. If you trained, say your prayers, and ate your vitamins, then you'll love the Hulkamania Chronicles. Sean Beckerman, host of Beyond the Bell, your pro wrestling nostalgia podcast, breaks down the history and career of the legendary Hall of Famer, the immortal Hulk Hogan. Each edition covers a different era in the history of the Hulkster as we relive our childhood hero. From the beginning of Hulkamania in the mid-80s and the birth of WrestleMania through the challenging times of the steroid trial all the way to his jump to WCW and the formation of Hollywood Hogan and the New World Order and then his return to the WWF leading in to the Hall of Fame. This edition covers it all. You can catch the Hulkamania Chronicles exclusively on Beyond the Bell here on the SNS Radio Network. Brother. Wrestling fans, do you want to break from the day-to-day ins and outs of the WWE, TNA, and Ring of Honor? Do you like talk radio that pulls no punches? And do you like your sci-fi and fantasy? Well, tune in to the Elite Force Podcast each and every midweek with Chuck W. And each weekend with William Walkie Walker and Mindwipe. Exclusively on the SNS Radio Network and the Chris Jones Gaming Network. Yeah. This is going to be fun. SNS Radio Network. Want to keep up with what's going on with all the personalities and radio shows on the SNS Network? Well, let me tell you how. You can check out the Facebook group over at www.facebook.com slash groups slash SNS Radio Network. On Twitter, follow us at SNS Radio Network. You can follow me, Mr. Money on the Mic, Jeff Jackson, at SNS underscore JJ sex a one. These are just a few ways to keep up with all the happenings going on on the SNS radio network. 
And welcome back, everyone, to uh, the final part, I think, yeah, the final part of this week's show, uh, the whole indie show with uh, Sandra and Ashley, and uh, results time, sorry, results are done, wow, seriously, I've been drinking too much, kids. Uh, Previews of all this weekend's stuff, so we'll start off with uh, ACE, American Championship Entertainment, with uh, Collision Course. Coming uh, this Saturday, September 5th, at the Morgan Junior Arena in Wallington, New Jersey. Tickets are $20 at the door, with a bell time of 7.30 after the doors open at 7. Uh, only matches confirmed as of recording are Ricky Reyes taking on Azriel, Stockade facing Lou Torres, uh, Ricky Richards and Mike Donovan team up with Timey Johnson, to take on Hollywood Enterprise of Alvin Alvarez, Michael Orlando, and William Wyeth, with Hollywood Enterprise's man in charge, Mike Lewis. And uh, Vince Steele gets one more shot at the ace world title against champion TJ Marconi. Uh, also scheduled to appear on the show, uh, we've got Astro Morales, Sonny Kiss, CK Cross, Chris Reyes, Black Zemis, Ultimo Maya. And many more. Uh, next up, the Game Changer Wrestling Show, uh, the Nick Gage Invitational, happening uh, also this Saturday at the Warren American Legion Hall on uh, 12 Community Place, I believe that is, in Warren, New Jersey. Uh, tickets for this are $20, and the bell time is at 7 p.m. Uh, only one tournament match announced as of recording, and that's a four-way with Joey Janela, Arcadia, Joe Gacy, and a mystery opponent. And then in the tournament itself, uh, with the brackets revealed and everything, uh, we've got Nick Gage taking on Nate Hatred. Uh, the winner will face either Jeff the Cannonball, or sorry, Jeff Cannonball or Kyle the Beast. Uh, that match itself getting a uh, special guest refereed by Low Life Louis Ramos. And the other half of the draw sees Masada take on Corporal Robinson. And the winner of that one will take on the uh, victor of Matramont versus Danny Havoc. So uh, that's your lot there. I mean, I don't want to say Nick Gage wins, but. Would it be an obvious one to call? Do you think this is where we'll get the Gage-Tremont confrontation first before uh, CZW, or do you think they're going to leave save that for CZW, Sandro? Uh, maybe. I have to see. Uh, next, uh, Dreamwave Wrestling. Uh, their Good as Gold event for 2015 uh, happening Saturday as well. Everybody's having shows Saturday. Wow. Uh, at the Knights of Columbus Hall in the Seoul, Illinois. Uh, doors open at 5 to 6 for the season ticket holders. Front row VIPs getting at 6 with 6.30 entrance for general admission. Uh, bell time, I believe, is at 7. Uh, on the card here, we've got the Hooligans taking on the swag team. Uh, Candice LeRae and Johnny Gagano face uh, Zeke Zish and Buck Nasty. A team overkill of Christine Rose and Matt Cage defend their tag belts against Rough Crossing and Donovan Danhausen. The alternative title is on the line as uh, champion AR Fox faces Davey Richards. And for the Dreamwave title, Marche Roquette 
uh, defends the gold against Eric Cannon. Speaking of gold, of course, good as gold means uh, we have the good as gold rumble match. 30 participants. Uh, the winner gets a future. I think it's is it is it a Dreamwave title shot or is it any title of their choice? I, f I believe it's the top tier belt, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is. Uh, so, uh, not everybody's been announced for participants because obviously they want to keep some surprises. But uh, names listed on the website include Dick Justice, Brew Baker, uh, the loser of that Dreamwave title fight, whether it be Rocket or Cannon, uh, Christian Rose, the Ice Pick Vic Capri, Buck Nasty, Candice LeRae, Donovan Danhausen, Johnny Gagano, AR Fox, Rough Crossing, Cody Rice, Matt Cage, Stephen Wolf, and Waylon. Uh, there'll also be special appearances by Angelina Love and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat as part of the event as well. Uh, then we get to uh, iPay-Per-View time because it's uh, Shine 29 this Friday at the Orpheum in Ybor City, Florida. And uh, after some of the cards possibly disappointing over the last few months, uh, looks to be a strong one on the list here. So we've got Thunder Kitty with Lolani Kai taking on uh, Amanda Carolina Rodriguez with Ivelisse. Crazy Mary Dobson with Daphne taking on Jessica James. The Lucha Sisters of Lever and Mia Yim take on Valifornia of uh, Jamie Jameson and Andrea with SoCal Val, uh, along with her. For the, sh uh, the Shine Tag Team Champion Cherry Bomb takes on Taylor Maid. Um, so I guess I was going to say I wonder where Kimberly was and then I realised it's Friday so I think I know where she is um, Leah Von Dutch takes on Brandy Wine uh, again with Lilani Kai uh, we've got an Ebor City street fight with Tracy Taylor taking on Sue Young uh, with April Hunter in tow obviously that because it's a street fight it's no DQ and force count anywhere and then, somewhat of your big three, uh, Jessica Havoc taking on Lufisto. Probably a rematch that should have happened in... Wasn't that supposed to happen in WSU and then everything sort of fell apart in terms of what was going on there? I don't remember. Uh, Vanessa Craven faces Athena and Santana defends the Shine title against Alison Kay. I think I know who Sandro is rooting for. <laughs> uh, and also, in terms of that as uh, that event as well, supposedly uh, SoCal Val wants Valifornia to merge with Valkyrie. And for some reason, April, four, April Hunter keeps calling it Valifornication. Apparently it's a Red Hot Chili Pepper song. Who knows? Uh, next, uh, PWX, uh, their triple header of shows uh, this week. So starting off uh, Friday, they have uh, PWX Pure uh, at the Benton Convention Center at 301 West 5th Street in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Uh, I believe it's part of Vape Mania 15. The vape show is free to attend, but the wrestling end, you got to pay, but... Some pretty good prices, I will say. 
general admission tickets start from only ten dollars and VIP VIP tickets I uh, start from only fifteen. Uh, in terms of uh, when you get in, the VIPs get in at half six. General admission at seven fifteen and the bell time of eight. Uh, matches set so far for this one. There's going to be a four way scramble with Kid Chaos, Lance Lude, Mason Maddox, and Rob Kiljoy. Uh, Anthony Henry with Amber Young takes on Man Scout Jake Manning. James Drake versus Elijah Evans the fourth. Tessa Blanchard taking on Lexia Avery. Caleb Connolly faces Ricochet. Uh, the Bravado Brothers take on Jimmy Lou Retton and Josh Powers. And then John Schuyler defends the PWX title against Zane Riley. Uh, and then Saturday and Sunday, also at the same venue, uh, is uh, the X16 tournament over two nights. Uh, matches confirmed so far. Uh, well, we've got uh, Ethan Case versus Manscout Jake Manning, Tommaso Champa versus Caleb Conley, David Starr taking on Chip Day and Ricochet versus Moose. Uh, other, name, other names also involved in tournament action, but yet to be a, attributed to matches, at least as of recording, are uh, Andrew Everett, Gunner, Trevor Lee, Tessa Blanchard, Shane Strickland, Zane Riley, Cedric Alexander, and uh, replacing Joe Black uh, due to scheduling conflicts, uh, Tim Donst will be part of the tournament. And also part of that night one card in non-tournament action, uh, the Bravado brothers defend the PWX tag belts against Country Jacked in a street fight. And uh, the tournament concludes on uh, Sunday afternoon, uh, bell time of 4 p.m. for that one if you are going to be going to that one just to see uh, the results. And then finally, uh, Shikara's King of Trios. Uh, it returns as ever to the East, uh, the Palmer Center in Eastern Pennsylvania, the Funplex, if you will. Uh, Friday and Saturday are 7.30 starts. Sunday being... Uh, a 3 p.m. start. So uh, on the card here, uh, we've got the United Nations of Juan Francisco Coronado, the proletariat boar of Moldova, and Mr. Azerbaijan taking on Team Attack from uh, Cardiff, comprising of Mark Andrews, Pete Dunn, and Flash Morgan Webster. Uh, next, we've got Team Fight Club Pro, which is Tyler Bate and Trent Seven, the Mustache Mountain, and uh, Dan Maloney, uh, who's had to replace MK McKinnon. I'm guessing possibly because McKinnon uh, might have suffered a bit of a bit a bit of a a bit of an injury, possibly in terms of the ladder match that he had with uh, Clint Margera that we uh, covered in last week's uh, results. Uh, so Team Fight Club Pro takes on the BDK of Knock and Soldier Ant and Jakob Hammermeyer. The Arcane Horde of the Batiri and Oleg the Usurper take on Crown and Court of Los Ice Creams and Princess Kimberly. Uh, the BWO of Blue Meanie, Steve Richards and Nova take on the Devastation Corporation 
of Max Master, Max Smash Master, Blaster McMassive, and Flex Rumble Crunch with Sydney Bocabella, obviously, there as well. Uh, Dash's dugout of uh, Mr. Touchdown, Dasher Hatfield, and Icarus takes on Kevin Condren Presents Battleborn, which is unsurprisingly Kevin Condren, uh, along with Lucas Calhoun and Missile Assault Man. The Bullet Club take on the Battle Hive. So that's AJ and the Young Bucks versus Amasis, Fire Ant, and Work Grant. The Snake Pit of Shenron, Eddie Kingston, and Ophidian face the Nightmare Warriors of Hallowicked, Frightmare, and Silver Ant. And then the Gentleman's Club of Chuck Taylor, Drew Gulak, and the Swamp Monster take on Team AAA of Drago, Phoenix, and Aerostar. Uh, Saturday, uh, not just as at night two, but also in the afternoon, there is the Fan Conclave uh, starting at two. Uh, unlike, I don't, I think it was a free event, possibly last year. I'm not sure, but uh, certainly this time you do have to pay to get in. But it's 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 affordable. Don't worry. Uh, in terms of stuff that they've announced for that show, there's going to be gaming with Shikara, uh, run by Workrant and Ophidian. Uh, Wiggly will be doing Name That Wrestling Entrance Tune. And uh, Jakob Hammermeyer will be conducting Minion auditions for the BDK. So you never know. The BDK might be uh, having a special guest Minion for uh, Night 2, possibly. You never know. So Night 2, we'll see the quarterfinals along with uh, one non-tournament match with Ashley Remington taking on Yaka. And then the other tournament uh, getting underway, uh, the Raid de Voladores uh, makes its return uh, with two four-way eliminators, uh, one featuring Matt Cross, two Cold Scorpio, and uh, two opponents yet to be revealed. And uh, the other with Mascara, Papara, Pinky Sanchez, and again, uh, another two uh, participants yet to be shown or yet to be announced should I say and finally night three or day three I guess of sorts because it's a 3pm bell time start uh, not not only will there be the King of Trio semi-finals and finals and also the Ray de Voladores final so the two winners of the four-way eliminators but also uh, Heidi, Love, Heidi Lovelace will be defending her Young Lions Cup against an opponent to be announced. And then the tag team gauntlet match makes its return. I think, I'm trying to think, the over-the-long 10-team tag team gauntlet. Uh, two teams announced so far. Uh, one is pretty crazy, in that it's B-Boy and the genetic grasshopper. But, and the second, though, is a long-awaited return to Shikara for 3.0. Which is, to be honest, good to see. Because I think this is the first sighting of 3.0 in close to a year, I think. Possibly since the last, uh, the last anniversary, or the, the last, uh, live show for the last season uh season um 14 so uh it's good to see them back 
In terms of who we think is going to win, uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm sort of... I'd like to see the Gentleman's Club win, but I think possibly someone sees us an upset. I'd, I'd probably go with Snake Pit in terms of who I think might, you know, ride it out to the end. Obviously, it depends on the brackets and everything. The way I announced it seems to be hinting towards the brackets, but I don't know whether that will change in terms of uh, what they announce. Sandro, any uh, any team that you think will go all the way? Uh, I think it's going to be some team from the regular roster. It doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> be some team. Yeah, because technically, if you think about it, obviously not all the matches are going to be for Challenge of the Immortal stuff because you're going to have non non-Challenge of the Immortals teams involved, but I think there's the possibility that, uh, yeah, it'll, it'll obviously more, more than likely add to points at some point. Uh, something to note as well, uh, Sean Waltman will be in attendance for the first night on Friday, and I believe Ultramantis Black is going to be there all three nights. I mean, that's what they've said previously. Um, the Facebook message that they put up uh, earlier this week seems to hint only Friday, but I'm wondering if Ultramantis will be there for all three days like was previously announced. Either way, um, that's uh, Shikara for this week, and uh, that is the show done for this week. So uh, check out all the other shows here on the network, uh, on the, the SNS Radio Network website, snsradionetwork.com. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, go to our Twitter, uh, TWIS Podcast. Go to um, the email, which is wholeindia.snsradionetwork.com. Uh, find us on our Facebook page, uh, just search Whole Indie Show, you'll be able to find it there. Uh, find us on Stitcher and iTunes, as well as the archives on snsradionetwork.com. Leave feedback uh, if you want uh, for the show, what you like, what you don't like. Um, I think, is that everything covered, Sandra, I think? I only got one big announcement that's just for me. Ah, okay. Uh, this is going to be my last appearance on this podcast. I'm going to take a hiatus from podcasting in general. I I feel burnt out. Uh, I feel like I just need time off from doing podcasting. Uh, first of all, I want to thank Ash here for giving me the opportunity for being part of the show. Uh, been here for about uh, two, two or three years. Pretty much. So yeah. So I had a pretty good run here. Uh, I was uh, fine with the amount of downloads that we had. Uh, I felt we could do better, but I was I, I was still you know happy for what we what we got you know. 
Um, uh, I'm not sure if I'm coming back to do podcasting, to be honest. I just need a break and everything. Uh, yeah, definitely wish nothing but the best for, for Ashley. Uh, if he plans to continue doing the show, which I think he still plans to do. Um, if you want to follow me on what I do, uh, just follow me on my Twitter. Uh, I had to change it, of course. Uh, it's now at Sandro Corazon. S-A-N-D-R-O-C-O-R-A-Z-O-N. Uh, I couldn't put anything else because everything else that I wanted to put was already taken, so that was pretty frustrating. God damn it, Twitter universe. Why you keep taking usernames? <laughs> Which really surprised me, but uh, I can't do anything about it. So <laughs> whatever. But uh, I'll probably talk some wrestling there, mostly some anime stuff. But, uh, yeah, if you want to keep up with me, you can follow me over there. But yeah, I definitely wish nothing but the best for you know the whole initial podcast. And hopefully, it'll uh, continue to do well. Uh, you know, even if it's uh, without me, and uh, if Ash continues to do the show on, by himself, or if he finds himself another co-host at some point. But I definitely wish nothing but the best for the show. Definitely, it's it's been it's been a pretty good couple of years with you, Sandro. Uh, bumping around everything that's happened the good the bad um trying to think i was i was trying to think of something crazy that happened and i don't think the i'm i guess the craziest thing would be uh us laughing our asses off when we kept looking at all the history of the um uh kaiju big battle stuff no that was the highlight no that wasn't it it was the it was a kaiju big battle match, but it was during the uh, the first uh, the first national pro wrestling day. That's when we lost to the shit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I looked it up then and researched it, and yeah, that's when it went crazy. Yeah. Either way, yeah. Unfortunately, that's when I had a, a pretty crappy mic, so it, it doesn't sound as good, <laughs> but it's still funny. Things get better over time, and uh, yeah, definitely. If you if you want to come back, even for just like a, a one-off thing and whatever, uh, the door is uh, open for you to come back, uh, even for just like a, a guest appearance. Once you know, once every God knows how many fifteen years. <laughs> so, uh, with that, um, I, I'm just thinking. I, I I might be I might be back solo next week. I might see if I can get somebody to uh, come in to help me because uh, I'm going to be start start to get rushed off my feet at least this month in terms of uh, stuff for the EGX convention, which means Sticks and Flicks has to come back, which means that's going to be happening as well. So uh, I'll have to see. Uh, certainly, it will be here because we got to talk. Uh, King of Trios results, see what happens there. And, uh, of course, we've got to cover next week because I think there's... I'm just looking through my list. I think there's six or seven somewhat major shows happening that week. Two of which are both Ring of Honor shows and two of which are the CSU... Oh, sorry, the CZW and WSU doubleheader. So, uh, yeah, big stuff happening. Uh, in indie wrestling so uh, song of the night 
from Blur's latest album that came out, I think it was about 12 months ago, even though I've probably lost track of time. Uh, from the Magic Whip, it's Ong Ong. I don't know why they called it that, they just did. So with that being said, this was Ashley, that was Sandro, and this has been your weekly slice of indie goodness. See you next week, everybody. Goodbye.